Dr. Singh, I think first and foremost, uh, usually when we hear women talk out, especially after some time has lapsed after uh, their alleged rape, society usually responds uh, by looking at them, um, you know, in, in, in a suspicious way, because the question that is usually asked is, why did she wait so long? So is that normal for victims of rape to respond in that manner? Well, it is indicative of the silence and the stigma that continues to be around crimes of a sexual nature. And the shame that women feel that in some bizarre way that they were responsible and that they, by their actions or by their dress and so forth. So, you know, we can't underestimate the difficulty it is about that women experience with speaking out against. Um, the crime, especially when the men involved are powerful, men in powerful and trusted positions, and the possibilities are that they're going to be disbelieved. So, yes, the question is about, so what took you so long? Which, once again, puts the blame on the victim, as if it was her responsibility then. Uh, she was responsible for the crime, and then she's responsible for not exposing it, instead of focusing on the abuser. And of course, we live in a patriarchal society and a patriarchal world. And how do power relations between men and women further complicate cases of rape, especially, you know, ones that are actually revealed so long after the act took place? And that's that's spot on. It is definitely about power and domination, of, of as as you say, and 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 when. Uh, and, and the position that women have in society. And it was also interesting what it, when I heard uh, Jennifer talk about um, her concern now for the, for, for the abuser. What will happen to him? What about his family? He's probably married. And, and that is also a kind of um, um, distancing yourself from, from the act and, worrying, and, and being concerned about the abuser, which is also something that happens, especially in the case of, of powerful men. So what psychological effects does it have on a victim when they withhold such traumatic experiences over prolonged periods of time? Well, I can't really comment on the psychological effects, but I know that there's also the fear of re-traumatization when, when, when these are exposed. Um, and, and, and we know of how, how it's treated in the justice system and how they have to relive and relive the trauma when they when they speak about it, so I think in 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 many ways the trauma where they speak and the trauma where if they don't speak is what creates all of that turmoil in in the minds of of, of victims of rape. And uh, just looking at society and the role that society plays, uh, you told, you spoke about the stigma earlier on that victims have to go through after uh, such traumatic ordeals. Ultimately, you know, the question is, how do we get through to society to change how society responds uh, to victims of rape? I think society has a, has a huge role to play, not just in its response to victims of rape, but in how how are we responsible in producing rapists and the way we raise our, our, our boys and, and our men to be powerful, to be in charge, to take what they want, and the way um, uh, certain types of success is celebrated. Are we not in, in some ways responsible for creating that kind of 
domination of women, and that's justified in the tradition of maleness. And when when it comes to uh, what can we do about it, of course we always put the blame, put the responsibility on women. And even this hashtag Me Too, um, in some ways, it is about um, you know women should now take 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 the responsibility of exposing this, which which is true and which gives hope to other women. But men should also be should also call out other men when they witness misogynistic behavior, uh, objectification of women, demeaning of women in their conversations and their actions.